0: is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I know that somehow, for some reason, well, I do know one. I, I understand it. Twitter's Twitter's controversial. It's it's becoming more and controversial every single day because of the way that the algorithm's been skewed now and uh, the way it's been used and some would say weaponized on the political front. And uh, I, I get it. I get the uh, the backlash toward Twitter and social media in general. But sometimes Twitter is just so fascinating, you find such fun facts. Uh, I had not realized this until now. It it dawned on me that I did know this, but I just hadn't put this together. Your fun fact from Twitter today is that Joe Mazzula, who's the head coach of the Boston Celtics, he's 34 years old, he's young, he's one of the youngest coaches in the NBA, and I was wondering why he vaguely looked familiar to me. Well, Joe Mazzula played his college basketball at West Virginia. And when I realized that, I realized, oh, I had watched him in the tournament. Joe Mazzula's college basketball career came to an end in the NCAA tournament at the hands of Jimmy Butler. When Jimmy Butler was playing for Marquette. By the way, Jimmy Butler still plays for the Miami Heat, and Joe Missoula might have his season and maybe his head coaching career, at least for now, ended tonight. If the Heat gets if the Heat sweep the Celtics, Missoula's getting fired. And uh, talking about one guy having such an impact in your basketball life in a negative fashion, uh, that'll be uh, basically 13 years apart when Missoula lost as a player in the NCAA tournament to Jimmy Butler, and then as a coach in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. No is now ESPN radio. Yeah, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Eastern Conference Finals are coming up. But we we got it on the radio tonight. Well we don't, of course, because we got the Missoula Paddleheads. Of course. That's about to be what we're talking about. Because it is opening day. That's why I'm wearing my Osprey shirt. I don't have a Paddlehead shirt. I need to get a Paddlehead shirt. But Jeff Safford of the Missoula Paddleheads will join us momentarily. Andrew, whoever, however you want to connect us. I don't know if you guys want to get on the board. Oh, you already got us. Okay, great. Well, in that note, we'll get to Jeff here in just a minute. But if you missed anything in the first hour of the show, jam-packed first hour, a ton of track and field, some rugby, and a whole lot of good times. We heard from Jesse Zentz, who's the head coach of the Helena High girls track team. They are the reigning class double a girls track and field team champions. We also heard from Evan Todd, two time big sky champion in the javelin and competing in his, uh, second consecutive NCAA West regional, uh, upcoming here tomorrow afternoon. He's down there in Sacramento, one of seven Grizz there at the NCAA West regional. And, uh, we also heard from JD Stevenson of the Montana Institute of sport and Montana rugby. The, uh, Montana Youth Rugby Union State Championships down there at Fort Missoula this upcoming weekend. And we gave you our Treasure State Stars, some of the best individual performances uh, from around the state of Montana as well. All of it on the nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business Now podcast also presented by the M store where they're all grizz all the time. And it's presented by the Montana state bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day. You want to stream the show? You want to tune in other than one Oh two, nine ESPN radio. You always can watch us on SWX Montana television all across the great state of Montana. You can always use the ESPN MT app to stream us as well, or you can hit up our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests, like the next guest, will join us via the Regish Brothers RV phone line, which is where we go right now. And it's our second edition of a segment... You know, we're so brilliant in coming up with these uh, unbelievable segments for you guys. It is baseball season. The Missoula Paddleheads get kicked off tonight. So each week, we'll be doing Diamond Time, which is an update on baseball across the uh, the sport. We'll talk some Major League Baseball, but it'll be a heavy emphasis uh, on the Missoula Paddleheads. It's presented by North- Northwest Motorsport. Check out the best selection of trucks, Jeeps, and SUVs at nwmsrocks.com. Or head on down to the Northwest Motorsports showroom at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in Missoula. Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, back for another year. Thanks for being here, man. How's it going in Billings? I assume that you arrived safely. How you doing today?
2: Doing well, Coulter. Thanks for uh, having me on. It's a pretty exciting day here in Billings, Steeler Park. Last time the Paddleheads were here was here for a playoff game. Today, opening day, smooth sailing out here to Billings. No real problems. Just watched Jason Newman take BP. The boys look just about ready to rock and roll. Well, we'll start
0: there then because last year, a banner year, literally and figuratively for the Missoula Paddleheads, uh, they have been unbelievably dominant uh, on the field of competition since their transition to the Paddleheads under their new ownership group and since sort of the the remaking and rebranding of the Pioneer League as it uh, as it once was and now as it is. But, Missoula, their season last year ended in heartbreak at the hands of the Billings Mustangs. So, uh, there are some returners, and that's sort of a new dynamic now uh, in this new world of, of minor league baseball. There are guys that actually come back this day and age. So, uh, for the, the returners, like a guy like Jason Newman, what, what's the vibe, how are they feeling being back in Billings?
2: Well, uh, it was actually the... Um, uh, Grand Junction Rockies, now known as the Jackalos, oh, that right. um, won the championship last year. Um, Missoula actually defeated Billings in a three game series for the Northern Division last year. So they have some good memories coming into this ballpark going back to last season. But you mentioned it a new team with a new vigor, so to speak, trying to get back to the top of the mountain. Yes, they've proven it in the last two years that they're the top team in the Northern Division, having won the Northern Division crown the last two seasons, but after winning the Pioneer League Championship in 2021, falling just short last year, trying to get back to the mountaintop here in 23.
0: Jeff Stafford joined us here on Nuanas Now. It's Diamond Time, talking all things baseball. Uh, he is the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, and uh, you also probably recognize the tones from his work with Grizz Hockey, as well as contributing here on Nuanas Now. Break down this, this uh, Paddleheads roster then for us, Jeff. Obviously, Jason Newman, sort of a, a household name at this point. He's been with the, the Paddleheads for the last couple of years. He had uh, historic home run numbers the last couple of years. He's sort of their uh, colossus of clout, as it were. Um, so what, what's the vibe around him, and do, is there any other familiar faces on the roster that uh, fans might recognize?
2: Well, a big part of this roster will be the returners. There are 13 returning players from last season's roster. A lot of position players folks will be familiar with. Cam Thompson who has been with the team the last two years, actually played in 95 games, all 95 regular season games for the Paddleheads last season. He's back. Cam Willman, his college teammate from last season, was a great spark plug, was added about Three weeks into the regular season last year and became kind of the fixture at shortstop. He's back. Uh, Patrick Chung, a guy that was really big off the bench a season ago. Big story, he's actually leading things off, starting at second base tonight. Patrick Chung may be looking to build upon what he did as kind of a platoon guy off the bench last season. Starting pitcher tonight, Austin Seidel, another returner from a season ago. Mark Simon the pitcher of the year last season you get the idea a lot of guys returning from last season's club but a couple of also guys to look for some new players out of TCU out of the Big 12 Oshkosh Wisconsin native Jake Gunther playing first base tonight big strong right-handed batter excuse me left-handed bat out of Wisconsin formerly in affiliated baseball as well so he's a guy to look forward to and For Billings, it's kind of an interesting story. It's kind of a full reset for them. New general manager, new manager, whole new roster for the most part as well, so it'll be interesting to see what the Mustangs bring in here also. It
0: is such an interesting dynamic because for those that haven't been following along uh, for a long time, for more than 20 years, the Missoula, previously Osprey, and now Paddleheads were uh, a rookie league minor league affiliate for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then Minor League Baseball went through a, a fundamental change basically because of decisions made by Major League Baseball and a lot of the lower levels of Minor League Baseball uh, were eliminated. But a lot of the lower level Minor League teams that uh, have good fan bases and have good followings like the Missoula Paddleheads have been able to, to keep it going. And uh, so forever, you would almost never even have guys that were a part of the same team for even a year, let alone multiple returners to a team but this Paddleheads team, I counted them up, I think, 14 returners from a year ago. So how do you think that this influences the, the, the dynamic of the clubhouse, Jeff?
2: Well, when you have a lot of guys returning, you try to form somewhat of a culture in the clubhouse. And I think that's something that Michael Schlack, the manager, has done a good job of doing. He's now the third year in the dugout for the Paddleheads, obviously, was a huge part of a league championship in his first year as the manager in 2021 and has proven with his track record of getting players to affiliated baseball. I think a lot of guys come here hoping to be like last year's Lamar Sparks, who is their everyday right fielder for the Paddleheads a season ago, had huge numbers, close to a 400 batting average and over 80 games played, and he comes here, plays in Missoula, works his behind off. What happens? Now he is in. The Milwaukee Brewers system with the Biloxi Shuckers playing in double A ball. So that's the idea. If you come here, you play hard, you win ball games, hopefully get a shot, and affiliated ball again.
0: Jeff Safford joining us here on Nuanas now. It's diamond time talking all things baseball. We'll usually do this during the five o'clock hour on Thursdays, but we're doing it here on Tuesday because the Missoula Paddle, that's who Jeff is the voice for. Their season begins tonight. Uh, from Deller Park there uh, in the Magic City in Billings. Diamond Time, presented by Northwest Motorsport. Check out the best selection of trucks, Jeeps, and SUVs at Northwest Motorsport. Visit NWMS Rocks or head to their showroom at the corner of Stevens and Mount uh, in Missoula. Uh, you mentioned the, the Mustangs uh, sort of overturn, and that's an interesting dynamic. Uh, d- does that have any influence, though, just on this series you're going to watch right now? The panel heads start Uh, Tonight with their first of six against the Billings Mustangs, because there is mystery, is that advantageous, disadvantageous to the Paddleheads? What's sort of the the feeling going into this series, given sort of the mystery around the Mustangs?
2: Well, I would think with the Paddleheads being a team that has a lot of guys coming back, so to speak, and a lot of players with professional experience, 22 Of the 25 players coming into the roster this season are players with previous experience in professional baseball. Whether it be returning paddleheads or players like Calvin Pilot, a pitcher who has spent the last two seasons in Billings with the Mustangs coming over to Missoula. So, looking at it from the Billings side of things, maybe they're feeling a little bit tight, so to speak. A lot of new guys in a new place, a new manager, a new GM. But the one thing that the Mustangs can lean on is they're playing home here at Dealer Park. And Dealer Park has had a reputation of putting big crowds in here. So they're going to have that Magic City crowd behind them here tonight and in this series. And going back historically, these two franchises going back to the Osprey days. Also, with the, being the Reds affiliate and the D-backs affiliate, the two National League affiliates going back to each other. Kind of that natural rivalry, so to speak. And it's still there, trust me. These two franchises no love lost, so that aspect of it is there as well. So we'll just have to wait and see how it all plays out.
0: Jeff Stafford will be on the call tonight and pretty much every night all summer long as the uh, Missoula Palettes begin uh, their season uh, in Ernst tonight uh, in the Magic City in Billings. We will have all the action Beginning uh, just before seven, pretty much every evening all summer long. So we are happy again here at ESPN Radio to uh, be the official affiliates uh, of Missoula's minor league baseball team. Stafford, I got to ask you just a couple things about Major League Baseball before we get you out of here. Uh, we sure. did a little Diamond Time last week, but uh, and I asked Andrew the same question. In, in your mind, what or who is is the biggest surprise right now in Major League Baseball? What or who? That's a broad question. <laughs> I mean, you can give me a team. I'm basically asking this
2: about the team. I mean, what what team do you think has been the biggest surprise? To me, the biggest surprise—not so much them competing, but playing so well, just blowing the doors off it, so off it so far, so to speak, has been the Rangers. They're close to 15 games over 500. I expected them to play well maybe hanging around 500, but to be that far above 500, especially in that division, that's sure. pretty impressive. Yeah,
0: no, and then on the other side sure. of the equation... In that equation, too, I mean, to, to be ahead of the Astros like they are at this point is certainly impressive for the Rangers. And
2: then the other side of the equation, maybe not so much surprising in that maybe struggling out the gate and having that microscope on them, so to speak, just thinking about the payroll. But the team in New York, the Mets... What the heck is going on over there? A couple games over 500, under 500, and just kind of scuffling out the gates, so to speak. Boo-Birds are coming already. They better figure it out in Queens. Otherwise, oh, boy. It certainly, might get ugly. Certainly,
0: it might get ugly for sure. He's Jeff Safford. You can find his call uh, this evening and pretty much every evening throughout the rest of the summer. Uh, here on ESPN Radio as we kick off our coverage and our broadcasts all season long of the Missoula Paddleheads. Jeff, thanks for being here, man. Best of luck on the call tonight, and uh, we'll see you next week when you get back, but to have some fun tonight, man. Thanks for being here.
2: Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on and looking forward to seeing everybody back in the Garden City next week, opening day next Tuesday. We're going to be vibing for the first time, and Paddlehead's history, the Rocky Mountain Vibes coming down from Colorado Springs next Tuesday, 7-15. First pitch, coming out to the yard.
0: There you go. You can find all the action here on ESPN Radio each and every evening. Diamond Time, conversations all about baseball all summer long. Usually during the 5 o'clock hour on Thursdays, but we uh, did it today because the Missoula Paddleheads begin tonight uh, against the Billings Mustangs. The first of a six-game set from there in the Magic City. Diamond Time this week and each week is presented by Northwest Motorsport. Check out the best selection of trucks, Jeeps, and SUVs at nwmsrocks.com. Or head to the Northwest Motorsport showroom here in Missoula at the corner of Stevens and Mount. It'd be fun having the paddle heads back. I still think that there's a there's some adjustment for, for people that have followed it before, uh this sort of transition into this new it's not a new sport, it's still baseball. It's a new construction of competition, basically. So for those that don't haven't followed along to this, the Pioneer League is no longer directly feeding the major leagues or their minor league affiliates. But Players from the Pioneer League can get signed or essentially, quote unquote, called up uh, in this level uh, of minor league baseball. So, everybody in the Independent League is uh, an independent team. Everybody in the Pioneer League, excuse me, is an independent league team. The Pioneer League is now an independent league. So, um, I think there's just a couple differences, right? You're going to have an older brand of ball player. Uh, probably less in terms of, quote-unquote, prospects, but guys that are, conversely, probably better, or more, or I shouldn't say better, more polished baseball players. A, a lot of times in the former iteration of this, draft picks from from high rounds, even first rounds, would get sent to Missoula or, or Billings or Helena or Great Falls when they had teams as well. And those guys would be there, they'd be thrilling to watch, but they'd only be there for you know, 60 at-bats, 100 at-bats, half the season, whatever it might be, then they're getting called up. Now there's still been guys that have signed and, and gotten called up. There's actually been quite a few from the Paddleheads that have gotten into uh, minor, lower levels of minor league baseball in the affiliated ball. Um, so now I think you're not going to necessarily, I mean, you're almost certainly not going to have the guys that were, were just you know, first or second or even fifth round draft picks. But you might have guys that were that once upon a time. You might have guys that have been in the minor league system for a few years. You're going to have guys that are just maybe were outstanding college players, uh, guys that are playing for a lot of different reasons, professional opportunities, elevated opportunities, but also just the love of the game. But I also think, though, once this thing is gone for a few years, and here we are now in year three, where I think this is going to start catching momentum. People that are fans of this, you're going to actually have names that you recognize guys that you watched last year, guys that you've watched for a couple of years, guys that you love watching, guys that you want to pay money for a ticket to go see. So I think that part's cool as well. And uh, it'll be fun to watch uh, how it all evolves. So uh, we will have Missoula Paddleheads action every night throughout the summer, pretty much. We also will have tickets for you pretty frequently. And, uh, it's just fun. It's fun having minor league baseball back. It's fun having baseball in general back uh, as well. We're going to kick off our senior spotlight, which is highlighting some of the best of the best from around the uh, entire state of Montana when it comes to high school senior athletes. Young people that are about to graduate in the next couple weeks, and by the time this series finishes, will have graduated. Um, And we'll highlight boys, girls, all classifications. We get this senior spotlight, though, kicked off with the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in football and a guy that was a multiple-time state champion wrestler, Talon Marsh of Helena Capital, will debut our senior spotlight. He'll join us next. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players. We know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulte.com.
2: MultiLaw.com. now on ESPN Radio.
0: I don't know what Sturgill Simpson's doing, but uh, hoping he's writing some new music. One of my favorites. Welcome back. It's Newat is now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for tuning in with us here on your Tuesday. It's time now for the return of truly one of my favorite segments. I know I say that about a lot of our content around here, but this is truly awesome. I love doing it. I love highlighting some of the best young people we have uh, around the state of Montana. I find myself inspired almost always uh, during and after these interviews. Uh, But we have, uh, and we will continue to, curate a list of some of the best individual high school athletes, both boys and girls, from all classifications, all corners of the state of Montana I never really try to tease how many of these we're going to do because I don't know. I think that we're going to do as many as we need to do to highlight some of the best of the best here uh, in the state of Montana. But We get this Senior Spotlight interview series kicked off with a young man who was the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in football, uh, multiple-time state champion in wrestling, and he's headed to Montana State on a football scholarship He's a senior, for a couple more weeks at least, at Helena Capital. Talon Marsh joins us now to kick off our senior spotlight. Talon, thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. I know the last time that we had you on was last summer, and I know that that was right after you had just committed uh, to Montana State, and that was coming out of a great junior year. But I know you said you had lofty goals for your senior year. And uh, as a team, I think it's safe to say you guys accomplished those. Helena Capital went undefeated and raced to the uh, Class AA State Championship this last year. Uh, so just take us through it. I mean, what, what were the keys to the season? How did you guys find the special sauce and, and make the run all the way to the state title? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's special sauce. I
1: mean, honestly, football is just getting good at the little things, uh, showing up on time. Which, in Coach Mihalic's words, is five to ten minutes early, uh, not skipping practice, make sure your body's healed, honestly, just playing as a team, whatever everything right.
0: Well, you guys had such a great group of seniors, and we had a variety of those guys uh, on the show throughout the fall. So, uh, how about that element, just going through it with all these guys that are your classmates? I'm sure you guys have been playing football together ever since you were a little kid. So, what was it like experiencing with all those guys?
1: Oh, it was it was pretty surreal. Um, I mean, going from the Dodge program and the workouts in the summer with them, uh, small fry football, flag football, just and then right into high school. I mean, we're all there together. Honestly, I mean, whether we're against each other when we're little and together as uh, young adults, but I mean, it, it was pretty it was pretty surreal getting to play for state championship and play four years with my friends. Talon Marsh
0: during his senior year, pretty good stat line. This is how you win Gatorade Player of the Year. 85 total tackles, 25 tackles for loss, 23 sacks. Unbelievable numbers, record-setting numbers, in fact, at Helena Capital, Uh, finished his career with uh, close to 60 TFLs and 42 sacks, which is uh, both unbelievable marks. Uh, Tell, there's been some great pass rushers that have come out of hell in the Capitals. So it's probably humbling to hear uh, those numbers and, and know that you are uh, a school record holder. But uh, how did you get it done? I mean, what, what were the keys to your efficiency as a pass rusher this year?
1: Oof. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, in the summer, my coach Kobe Furlong. He's I was asking what I could do to do better in and- I was telling him I was doing 100 get offs a day, 50 each side, and he was like, Why wow, don't you just bump it up to 300? And I was like, I mean, all right, let's try it. So I just 300 get offs a day. I mean, I do ladders, cut- hurdles, I mean, just the little things, honestly. I mean, tennis ball drills just to get my hands faster. Uh, there's these blindfold drills that I saw people doing in college, uh, so I gave that a try. I mean, it just, Everything mixes into one to get you a good pass rush. I mean, angles, how people are moving, if they're moving fast off the ball, outside, forward. I mean, just the little little things that you want to think about to get better at stuff.
0: The little things lead to the big things. Absolutely true. Our senior spotlight here on Nuance is Now is presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated. Take it to Dazzler's Car Wash here in Missoula. It's out North Reserve right across the street from us here uh, at Missoula Broadcast. Company. senior spotlight also proudly presented by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. Blaine and his company build the best custom homes in Missoula and also proud to support high school athletics uh, across the Treasure State. Talon Marsh, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year in football out of Helena Capital, joining us. And I know uh, when you came on last summer, Talon, you were talking about how uh, you really wanted to do everything you possibly could to focus on that senior football season, and uh, you committed to Montana State before it. So did that take some pressure off you? And, and uh, what was it like, just sort of going through the year, uh, knowing you had uh, your football future determined?
1: Um, I would honestly say it put more pressure on me. Uh, show people that it wasn't a gimme for sure I'm on MSU, and that I truly had to earn it. Um. I mean, I I still have to produce as well as I can for not only me but for my teammates and I mean the players at MSU um they're they're doing unbelievable things right now so I mean to show them that I'm not coming in just to I mean go halfway through anything that I'm committed to trying my best and to see what I can do. Well, come back to your future
0: with the Bobcats because I do think it's a bright one and it's it's. Uh... Fun to talk about what's been going on there in Bozeman. Those guys have been doing a great job uh, recruiting across the state of Montana and across the uh, the region as well. But hold that thought. Let's talk about some wrestling because I know that uh, you also are a standout wrestler, multiple-time heavyweight champion. I know this year was a, an interesting ending for you as well. So just take us through, though, your high school wrestling career. I mean, what do you love about the sport, and how do you think it helped you just as an overall athlete? Oof, um, that sport is a
1: mind game. I mean, you walk into practice, and you don't. You, there's a lot of times you're like, "I don't need to do this." I mean, but it's that it's that toughness it builds. Honestly, I mean, Sean Graham, we would he'd make us go to six a.m. and we'd run stair laps, timed ones. So if you don't get faster each one, then you'd have to restart and rerun them. So I mean, it helped conditioning, my level changes, my balance, my overall mindset towards everything because. It, it, that's that sport's a grind all the way through. There's no easy things in that sport. Certainly, nothing easy about it. And, but it
0: does. It teaches you so much toughness. When you're when you're going through it, when you're when you're in just like the grind of it, how did you keep yourself going? What was your motivating factor?
1: Um, honestly, just to be the best. I mean, it was it was all mental for me. Like like I've been saying. I mean, my mindset towards. Competing is just, I don't, just, it lives with me everywhere. I mean, I go to I go to bed thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. It's just always in my mind how I can get better, how I can do this, what I can do to win, what I can do to show people that I am about, what I say I'm about. I mean, just hardworking.
0: Talon Marsh, Montana Gatorade Football Player of the Year, State Champion Wrestler. Also, the Vertical Rays Class AA Player of the Year as well. Vertical Rays, one of our great partners. We instituted some basketball awards in association with Vertical Rays this year, but they also gave away some football awards as well, and the Helena Capital widely decorated uh, during that award slate. So, uh, cool work that uh, Vertical Rays is doing uh, here in the state of Montana as well. Do you feel like I, I, I've been? Well, I've been studying mindset my whole life, but I, I, lately, one thing I've really been studying is. The, the concept of making the hard easy or at least easier, right? And I think that's what wrestling teaches you because you're really not going to get anything more grueling or physically challenging than wrestling. Football is really hard, and wrestling's way harder. So, I mean, do you feel like it hardened you? I mean, do, do you feel like it, it does make certain other elements that maybe people don't enjoy uh, more enjoyable just because you, you do have such a tough mind from all your years on the mat? Uh, yeah, for
1: sure. I mean... Well, I don't even know where to start. I mean, that sport shows, like, you go through a football practice and you're like, ooh, that was pretty tired, but then you go halfway through a wrestling practice, you do four minutes of stance in motion, you feel like you've been there for, like, two hours, and it's, that, that sport, nothing's fast. I mean, they took, the, <laughs> they took the clock out of the room because it was like you just watch it and it just slowly tick by as you're doing stance in motion or live goes or anything, honestly, like, even, like, the fun games, they call them, are hard, I mean, you're just running the whole time, and you're not, you, in football, you're using all your, a lot of your muscle groups, but in wrestling, you're using the, the little ones you wouldn't think about, I mean, like, your feet hurt, like, I mean, I get, like, turf hard, but, like, <laughs> for sure. like your feet, your feet, like, burn, it's, it's, it's indescribable what that sport can do for an athlete. I, I have so much, uh, so
0: much admiration for you, because, uh, it, is as, it is as tough as it gets, especially if you're a bigger guy, too. I mean, if you're in those upper weight classes, you're going against some of the biggest beasts in the state of Montana, too. So, I mean, how'd you just get yourself up? Obviously, you're a competitive guy. You're not scared of anybody. But sometimes when you're floating between heavyweight and light heavyweight, I mean, you're you're talking about some grown <laughs> men that you have to wrestle. Oh, well, for sure. I mean, I'm only
1: 248 right now. I was, I wrestled some kids that weigh weighed in one day at 285, and next For day sure. I probably walked in when there's no weight at 300 pounds, and they're six eight. I mean, I wrestled I wrestled <laughs> a kid from I not Iowa uh, Idaho at the Butte tournament. He was freaking six six. He probably weighed 300 pounds. He was just had a bull beard, and but that's just size. I mean, sizes and everything. I mean, it's it's how you feel your body out. I mean, you can be as big as you can be, and there's. Strong as you want, but in that sport, I mean, if you got good technique, you're and you understand what like, the game plan is going to every match, and you're straightforward, always pushing pressure. I mean, it, that that's what leads to winning and in all sports. I feel like as long as you stick to your game plan and you believe in yourself, it, I mean, that's that's what really comes to. I mean, competitiveness for me. Talon
0: Marsh joining us here on is Now it's our senior spotlight presented by McElmurray Holmes. Thanks to Blaine McElmurray and his team for their continued support of high school athletics across the state of Montana. will be highlighting some of the best of the best when it comes to uh, senior and about-to-be-graduating boys and girls athletes from the high school ranks from across the state of Montana. Talon, about to be a graduate from Helena Capital High School after a decorated career in both football uh, and wrestling. Uh, w- will you miss wrestling, Talon? <laughs> uh, I want to miss
1: aspects to it and what it, what it gave me. Sure. Um, I, Probably I, I not know, the I 6 a.m.s, though, right? <laughs> oh, see, no. I, those, those are going to be – those will not be missed. Those were those were bad because I have uh, zero period lifting, so I'd go from 6 a.m. wrestling to showering in the locker room to getting dressed and going to work out with my lifting class. <laughs> and I'd usually be doing my Montana State workouts in there, so I'm just pushing for, like, three hours straight, full full full, full go. What have you been up to this spring?
0: Are you doing any spring sport, or what, what you, what's been going on since wrestling got over?
1: Uh, I've, been, I've just been... I've been tra- I'm doing track right now. Oh, you are? Cool. Uh, yeah, so right when wrestling ended, I was doing the sprinting workout with the sprinters, and then now that it's, it's like in the thick of the season, I haven't been doing that as much because I've been throwing. Uh, I've just been doing a lot of football workouts and going to the football field as much as I can. I go three to four times a week, and then it's competition day for track. But other than that, just school and football. Well, very cool. Have you done uh, track in the past? Yeah. So I uh, was signed up for track my freshman year. It was COVID. So I didn't get mm. to do that. And then I've done track sophomore through right now.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you just have so much decoration in the other sports. But now I'm looking at your athletic.net. And you're actually pretty darn good in track and field as well. So uh, what what's kept you doing that sport too? I mean, how has that helped you just as an athlete?
1: Uh, I I don't know how to say it enough. I mean, I'm just I'm just overly competitive. So yeah, for sure. It, I I compete in every little thing I can. I mean, I was I did long jump sometimes if I had <laughs> extra time just just to see where I to see where I'd lay out and everything. I love it.
0: I love it. The heavyweight champion of Montana is long jumping as well. That's how you know this kid really loves to compete. Talent Marsher on ESPN Radio. Uh, last couple things for you, man. Um, from, from the, uh, an an element of the future, what did you think of this last season for, for Montana State? Another Final Four run, that's three in a row now for the Bobcats, and certainly uh, Montana State, a team that's become one of the dominant programs in the United States. So, uh, what have you thought of just the the rise of the Bobcats, what do you think of the opportunity to join in the squad? Uh, I was down there for my official a while
1: ago, and it's just a great group of people. I mean, that everyone just clicks there. I was talking to Kenneth Iden. Uh, he's a sophomore, I believe. He's just a good dude. I mean, I've talked to Tom and him a lot a bunch. He's helped me through a lot, just telling me what to focus on, how to do stuff. I mean, he's a he's a good role model for. I mean, me and a lot of kids across the state. I mean, and the program going on such a historic run the last couple of years is just pretty pretty special. I mean, we're sending guys to the NFL left and right. I mean. It's It's pretty cool to be able to say I'm a Bobcat next year, and uh, you get to team up with a variety of guys from the
0: state of Montana, including a guy you played with these last four years and Tom Carter too so what do you think of that opportunity
1: that that that's really that's really close to me honestly I mean, I've known Tom since I could remember I mean from doing little workouts when we were kids at summer camps to competing since we were i don't know, even four in football and in other sports I mean. Me and him are pretty close. I mean, we're going to live together in the dorms next year too. I mean, he's one of my best friends. I mean, we'll be family friends for the rest of our lives.
0: Well, so cool and uh, so happy for you guys, and uh, it's going to be fun to follow your journey. Uh, last thing for you uh, between now and then, I know you got uh, state track and field coming up this weekend, and then uh, probably report sometime in in July. So, um, any goals between now and when you join the Bobcats, or just what do you think of just the the upcoming next couple of months before you become a college football player?
1: Um goals um just to just to truly see where I can go, I mean you look at those guys that have been playing as long as they have i mean they, they were they were where I was at this time I mean they're looking at it they're like I get to I get to go play football for mSU I mean I'm a montana kid i've been I've been watching bobcat games and going to them since I could like since I could walk I would assume I mean I don't even remember them there's pictures of me in like uh Bobcat hats and clothes when I was like. Two to three, I mean. So, I mean, now that it's a reality, I mean, and it's so close to coming up, I'm just trying to prepare my body and everything like that. I'm just, like, stretching, just ice bash, just the little things, I mean. And then track, obviously, is going to be a pretty, bu- pretty good thing. I mean, everything, all the throwing events are pretty close right now. So, I mean, anyone could win. I mean, it's just going to come down to see how you peak and how you perform and pressure and choking and all that other stuff just – Just how see everything rolls out, I mean, coming to the future of the rest of
0: the summer and my school year. Well, congratulations again. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. And uh, best of luck at State Track. Best of luck uh, in your future endeavors. But thanks for uh, helping us get this thing kicked off. Talon Marsh, our senior spotlight subject for today here on your Tuesday on on Now, Thanks for being here, man. Uh, Best of luck. All
1: right. Thank you. You have a good rest of your day.
0: There you go. Talon Marsh. Senior spotlight. Presented throughout the summer by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Treat your car how it deserves to be treated at Dazzler's Car Wash. Located on Radio Way, just off of North Reserve. Senior Spotlight also presented proudly by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes is the top custom home builder in the Garden City and the Missoula Valley. Blaine McElmurray, he knows what hard work can get you. He rose up from Troy, Montana to become one of the all-time great Grizz football players, played in the NFL, and now uh, a fierce supporter of high school athletics uh, across the state of Montana. Excited the senior spotlights here, man. I tell you, I uh, I leave so impressed almost every single time with all these young people, including by that young man. What a, what a great worker, and what a tremendous athlete. To, to be able to, to etch your name, I mean, there's been some of the greatest football players in the history of the state of Montana have come out of Helena Capital High School. So to leave all their records completely in the dust and lead your team on a undefeated run to the Class AA State Championship, uh, it's impressive. And uh, congratulations to Talon Marsh for all his success, not only in football, but also in wrestling and in track as well. No one is now at ESPN Radio. Will the Celtics live to play another day? Or the heat getting out the brooms on South Beach tonight. We shall discuss. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world Nine ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I know he's been to uh, underneath the big sky up there in the Flathead, but I, we need some Ryan Bingham action uh, here in Missoula. A little country folk music type of day here on your Tuesday. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Thanks so much for spending time with us. It's Duanas now, ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Missed anything in the show today. Ton to catch up on. Jesse Zentz, head track and field coach for the Helena High Girls, the reigning Class AA state champions, joined us. Evan Todd, reigning Big Sky Conference champion in the Javelin, uh, on his way to the NCAA West Regionals. He also joined us. We heard from J.D. Stevenson of Montana Rugby, uh, all about the upcoming Rugby State Championships here in Missoula at Fort Missoula, uh, upcoming as well. Jeff Safford, Missoula Paddleheads, gave us a preview as the Paddleheads begin action tonight, and we heard from Talon Marsh, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year uh, in football, a state champion wrestler, a track standout, one of the best all-around athletes in the state of Montana, a senior at Helena Capital to kick off our senior spotlight. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store where they're all grizz all the time, and. The MSU Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day. Please rate, review, subscribe. Get the Nuanas Now podcast on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Fun show tomorrow. Holly Sutil, who is one of the uh, top hurdlers in the country. She is a University of Montana uh, athlete, and she's also at the West Regional, so she'll join us. Also got a couple members of the Big Sky softball team, including Grace Hood, who's a, a top candidate for Class AA Player of the Year honors. Uh, joining us to preview the uh, state softball tournament, Mike Anderson, the co-head coach of the Grizz hockey team, will continue our Stanley Cup analysis and our ESPN roundtable tomorrow, Leon Costello. He's the uh, uh, the uh, athletic director at Montana State University. And uh, we heard from Kent Haslam a week or two ago. And I want to hear, uh, Kent Haslam, the Montana athletic director, and I want to hear uh, from Leon. Just about the state of affairs there at MSU and some of the challenges Uh, But more than anything, I just want to talk about the future. (laughs) One of our favorite things. We will leave you tonight with a few thoughts on the Eastern Conference Finals. Will they remain? That's the number one question. Game four tonight between Boston and Miami is in Miami. The the Heat are a a one-and-a-half-point favorites. This is a make-or-break game for Boston because if the Celtics get swept, they're definitely changing coaches. I actually, you have to think, given just sort of the way that the Celtics have navigated these last couple months, but mostly these last couple weeks, that Joe Missoula's probably out unless they can have some sort of unbelievably historic comeback to, to rally from a 3-0 deficit. Our NBA conversation here, by the way, uh, today and every day. Presented by Sportsbet Montana. No matter uh, where you're at in Montana, there's a Sports Bet Montana kiosk near you. Uh, be a part of the action. You can go check out where there is locations by going to the Sportsbet Montana website and clicking on locations. Barring a miracle in Boston rallying from down 3-0, I think Missoula is definitely out. But I think that then also raises some much broader questions about the Celtics. I also think, though, that... In, in pro sports, and particularly in this NBA right now, the current state of affairs in the NBA is, I, I call it the AAU NBA. Players have all the power. They want to make these super teams. They don't have any loyalty to specific franchises. They want to move all around. They want to do all these different things. The, the inmates run the asylum in a lot of different franchises. There's guys that are making tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars to barely play. I'm looking at you, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving. Like these you know, Luka Doncic basically shut it down the last month of the season this year. All that said, the Miami Heat deserve an unbelievable amount of credit. People laugh and tease about the Heat culture. The the oh, these guys have nothing but undrafted guys and second-round draft picks. That narrative has been overblown. But it's true. And so to me, in this world of AAU or sign the superstar, make the super team, to have a team that still actually does have a culture that impacts their success, it's impressive. I'm staying away from the result tonight as I did last night. I'm just betting the total, teasing it down, betting it up. Sports Bet Montana, proud presenter of our NBA coverage, we will see ya tomorrow for a jam-packed Wednesday. In the meantime, don't change the dial. Coming up in about 45 minutes, the first Missoula Paddleheads game of the summer. Baseball is back, baby. See you tomorrow, ESPN Radio.